If you will turn with me to Hebrews 9. On the way here, Doyle and I were talking, and I said, right now I don't have an exhortation. And we were driving along Legacy and K, and God started talking. Hebrews 9. We are all reading, hopefully all reading, in the what we teach and do about the blood of Jesus. It will change your life. If you put your faith with it, it'll change your life. And you know what? If you read this with your faith, it'll wipe out your background. You can start from scratch. How many times I've told the Lord, I don't like the person you gave me, which is me. I don't like me. Can't I have somebody else? I said, I'm stuck with me, and I don't really like me. But you know what? God can change the person. He can absolutely change the person. He can absolutely wipe out your past. Do you hear me? He, if you've got faith, he can wipe out your past. He wiped out Paul's. Paul should have been put to death by Jesus. Jesus did the absolute opposite. Paul was out trying to kill Christians. Jesus fixed him. Fixed him. And he became one. God, if you have faith in that blood, it can wipe out your past. Hebrews 9 verse 11. But Christ being come a high priest to good things to come. By a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. That is to say, not of this building. The tabernacle in heaven. God showed Moses that tabernacle and he said, I want you to build the one on the earth just like what you see up here. Build it just like it. So there's one in heaven. And it mentions it in Revelations. There is a tabernacle in heaven. And Jesus went there. It says, a more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building. Neither by the blood of goats and calves. Neither by the, bo- by the blood of goats and calves. I have ministered, it is in the Old Testament, where the Father told Moses, God told Moses, the life is in the blood. Your life is in your blood. God said that. The life is in the blood. You take the blood out of a person and they're dead. The life is in the blood. And God said, I'm giving you the blood as an atonement, as a covering. He told the people of Israel, the Hebrews, I am giving you the blood as an atonement. The blood of animals, the blood of goats and calves and lambs. I'm giving it to you to atone, to cover over the sins. Now I want you to think about the power of that when you consider, you consider Aaron. God sent Aaron with Moses. God said they'll treat Moses like a God and Aaron's going to be your prophet. Aaron was number two in, in that group. And you know that group had 625,000 men. From 20 to age 50, I think it was. 625,000 folks. This isn't like the little town of Randolph, of 1,200, leaving and crossing the Red Sea. 625,000 
men from 20 to 50. So it's got to be at least 2 million that Moses was over, that Aaron was over, that God took care of in the wilderness, took care of 2 million people in the desert. He gave them a cloud by day so they wouldn't fry. He gave them fire by night to keep the wild beasts away. He gave, fed them every day with manna. Even double the portion on Fridays so they'd have it for Saturday. He gave them water out of rocks. Not just 10,000, 2 million plus people. Moses and Aaron led. That's a lot of people, folks. That's about the size of Dallas. So now, God takes Aaron, who, when Moses was up talking to God about the law, Aaron, this people talked to Aaron, and they said, make us a God and take us back to Egypt. This is Aaron, Moses' brother. Aaron saw every miracle that came through Moses. Aaron helped him with the miracles. He helped him with the rod. Aaron saw all this, and yet the people convinced him to take their gold, make another God, and take him back to Egypt. Aaron did that. It is amazing to me that Aaron lived. You would think that what Aaron did, there'd be nothing left where he's standing but parched ground. But God didn't kill him. He led all the Israelites not only to worship this God, but they sat down and uh, ate, had fun, had party, got up and played. And we hear about some of the stuff they played with. It is amazing that Aaron lived. But not only that, the bulls and the goats, the blood of those animals God took for Aaron. And he consecrated Aaron. Consecrated him. Made Aaron holy. He made that man holy with the blood of bulls and goats. And then he anointed him with the oil. He was holy, folks. God said, you don't go outside that tent. You're holy. And when his sons messed up and decided to do something against God, they were killed instantly. And God told Moses, you tell Aaron, don't you even cry. Don't you tear your robe. Don't you even move. You have God's anointing oil on you. Don't you move. Don't you cry. You are holy. That's how holy Aaron was. Aaron wasn't allowed to touch a dead body. Why? Aaron was holy. Amen. He was the man that stood between Israel and God in the tabernacle. A man that did what he did was consecrated so much he could walk into the holiest of holies with the blood of animals. Nobody was allowed to be around. And he met God. He met God there. God was in a light above the mercy seat. It was the glory above the mercy seat. And Aaron saw him face to face. Amen? That's with the blood of bulls and goats. Now, let's go back to Hebrews. It says, 12, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. Jesus' own blood. 
He entered in once into that holy place in heaven. He entered in once with his blood. His blood. His blood that he spent on the cross. That he was, he let God put him on the cross. He went willingly. He let them crucify him. He had the, 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 what is it called? The eternal spirit met him. And we'll read that in the next verse. In fact, let's go ahead. It says, um, met, entered into once in the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctified to the purifying of the flesh, how much more? How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through that eternal spirit offered himself, the Holy Spirit had to be there. God's spirit had to be with Jesus or Jesus would have just been a dead man. But that eternal spirit was with him, working with him, putting our iniquity on that body and he received it. Putting our iniquity on his body and he received it. He received your iniquity. He received your sins. He received your sickness. He took it on himself. God was laying them on him through that eternal spirit. It was a work there and it is amazing and it thrills my soul to even consider it. Nobody understood what was going on. Everybody thought that Jesus' ministry was a complete failure. There they got a hold of him and they put him on the cross. Nobody understood what was going on. Nobody understood why the body was breaking apart. Why every bone was becoming out of joint because of my sin was being laid on him. Because my sickness was being laid on him. Because my curses were being laid on him. And he received it. He received your sicknesses. He received your pains. He received your iniquity, your sins. He received it. Nobody understood, but he did it anyway. He did it anyway. He took it all. And when it was all done, Jesus said, I need to get a drink of water. I need to get a, I'm thirsty. I have to take of the, I have to take of the, of the vinegar. I've got to take the vinegar. A broken body marred more than any man. And he's concerned that he fulfills the scripture by drinking some vinegar. We have that spirit in us. We can take it, folks. We got that spirit in us. We can take all the pressure. We can take the pain. We can take whatever it takes because we got that spirit in us. Marred more than any man, I need some vinegar. And when he took it, he said, it's finished. It's finished. He gave up the ghost. And you know what they did? They pierced his side and that blood came out. That blood, that blood he took to heaven and he walked into that holiest of holies. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what heaven was like when he was coming? Can you imagine how the angels reacted? Here he comes with the blood. Eternal redemption for every human on the face of the earth. 
eternal redemption for every human on the face of the earth. He walked into that holiness, holiest of holies, and he met God there. And God received it. What are you doing with your sin? Why do you still have it? One of the best stories, testimonies I've heard of justification. And it says here, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through that eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience? That word purge means to purify, to cleanse. It'll absolutely take it out of your conscience. It won't be there anymore. Your past will be gone. You got faith? One of, my, one of the best testimonies I ever heard about justification and purging the conscience from dead works is somebody that goes right here to Water of Life Church. She gave her testimony at the women's meeting. She got involved in drugs and things that she shouldn't have gotten involved in. And she got so low, she got arrested. She was charged. And the day before she went before, or the night before she went to, before the judge, she spent her night in prayer because she knows, she knew she was on her way to jail if God didn't intervene. She was on her way to jail if God didn't intervene. And she prayed that night. And she went the next day and stood before the judge. Stood before the judge. The judge takes her folder, her folder, and he opens it up to read the charges laid against her. And when he opened up the folder, it was empty. The paperwork wasn't in there. The charges weren't in there. And you know what the judge said? No paperwork. Charges are dropped. That woman walked out justified. That woman walked out justified. He can do it for you. He can do it for you. There is no difference between you and anybody else. He will do it for you if you will use your faith, your past can be wiped clean and you can begin again with the Lord Jesus Christ. Justified. No sin. Justified. No sin. Charges dropped. Amen. That is the power of the blood of Jesus. That is the power. The power of the blood of Jesus. Amen. And you know what? He did it for you. He did it for you. He loved you first. He went to that cross and he did it for you. You were justified when Jesus was raised from the dead. When he walked into the holiest of holies and the Father met him there. There's where you were justified. 
There's where you were made righteous. There's where you were sanctified. Your only job is to believe it. Amen? Let's get justified. Let me hear from you. Email me at the letters kd at kdwol.com. That's KD, Kathy Davidson, at kdwol.com. And visit my website to listen to the messages again or to download them free of charge at kdwol.com. Until next time, God bless.